Hi, welcome to the Out of the Map Podcast. My name is Ben Scott. Joining me, as always, is Connor Twitty. What's up, guys? <laughs> and Andy Twitty will be here later, but uh, he has to go change a bandage for a tattoo, so he'll be about 15 minutes late. Uh, and we just figured we'd jump right in. Uh, real quick housekeeping. Um, head on over to outofthemap.net. Uh, you can find our YouTube channel, audio-only podcast services, social media accounts. Get involved. Let's take it to the next level. Yeah. Anyway. Help us. <laughs> help us help you. Yeah. But um, I think where, – where do you want to start, Connor? How you doing? Tired, man. This time change has been, like, good, but, like, I feel like I'm finally sleeping. Yeah. But, like, it's still, like, I feel like the day is kind of dragging out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And we're – it's that time of the year at my job where it's busy work all the time, so it's either a bunch of, like, you know – Weeding around signs and shit, or uh, uh, moving sand. Yeah, fuck. And today man. was one of those days of moving sand from accesses, and Damn. I'm a little tired. You're gonna get fucking Francis and Ganu levels of shredded, though. <laughs> if I get that big from shoveling sand, I'm gonna be stupid. But that, unfortunately, that, by the time I get ready to be that big, that we I'll be able to learn how to drive <laughs> the backhoe or something. So I won't get to. <laughs> I, I won't. I'll lose all of it just from yeah. being able to. He built all that muscle shoveling sand originally. That's like the foundation. I know, dude. The man is... Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was like a... In Cameroon or where he was like a, uh-huh. in slavery and shit. Like, that man's life is wild. Dude, the fact that he's on route to be a UFC champion someday is pr- pretty wild. Oh, dude. I, I, feel, I don't think is going to be... Able to, I mean, I like Stipe, but like... He's going. He's going to give Stipe a run for his money a lot more this time yeah. than he did last time. Francis is working with Teddy Atlas, like, fucking ready to mix. What's my thing is like I feel. I mean, in a way, Francis. I mean, he's never given that attitude like that. You know, he's full of himself, but like, yeah. I feel like he was just so comfortable with knocking people out. He didn't even really think some other. And he's so big. I mean, he's a big dude. Gigantic. I just, I just feel like he kind of thought nobody was going to be able to take him down and hold him there like Stipe did. And, you know, because I mean, even with when he fought Curtis Blades, he knocked Curtis Blades out, and Curtis Blades didn't get his hands on him. And we've seen Curtis mm. Blades' fucking takedown abilities are ridiculous. So, yeah, he he's a the, he, I always forget about him at heavyweight, and then when I'm reminded, I'm like, oh shit, he's like the Tony Ferguson. Uh, but I I like I think he's more. <laughs> I don't I don't know who I like more, but he he's like that person you forget about, and then you're like, oh shit, that's right, because it just spells trouble for people. Yeah. yeah. But seeing him fight in uh, Raleigh was fucking awesome. Well, what's funny is um, like I follow him on Instagram. I don't know if you do as well, but I do. like, I have to maybe read the post. <laughs> he like he was. Like, <laughs> Let me find out, because I laughed. I mean, I don't know if I sent you guys this morning or not. I don't remember seeing any, unless so I much, saw it in sent my sent so feed. much in there. No, I sent the Bellator thing for Corey Anderson. Like, That's right. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I guess. Hell yeah. It's like uh, casuals. No, this is an MMA match. Has striking, too. Are you just going to wrestle fuck for the rest of your life? <laughs> it says Blades, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I'm like... You know, it's like he, he said, he's like, when I'm forced to strike, I will, like I did with JDS, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to say this other name. I don't know if it, if it was in UFC or what, but, like, 
he's like, but he's like, if I'm able to dominate and break someone with my just grappling, then I'll just, I'm always, I'll always take the path of least resistance. Mm. All right. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I mean, fuck, dude, he got what eleven takedowns against Volkov. That's crazy. And he or something like that, like and yeah, the Stingray Dana White was, was talking then. shit about him. And, yeah, like Dana White was trying to bash Curtis Blades for it. I'm like, bro, the man's takedown power is is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like you can't give that man shit like, mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, I mean, because obviously he has hands. He fucking TKO'd or knocked out uh, JDS and Raleigh yeah. in January or something. What a fucking fight, man. That was a great, great experience. Yeah, I'm. I'm I I relive I really that day sometimes. Go back next year. Or I just like oh same. Take myself back to because like we had great seats. We we could we, like the atmosphere was like just right. Ever we hadn't seen each other in like a really long time, so there was like a lot of because yeah, like, you hadn't been home in what two a year or two at that point. It had been a while. Yeah. 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 It's so weird that that was in January, and then I know it feels like it's been over a year. Like it feels like it's been a long time ago. It was like it's been it's like okay, it's been ten months. Yeah, almost or almost ten months. Uh huh. But I'm like fuck. Like with COVID and shit, this year's just either it's either feel like it's flown by or feels like it's drug on. <laughs> like it's kind of been back and forth. Like yeah, out of because like me working the whole time. Mm hmm. Or what, but I'm just saying it feels like part of the, like the summer felt like a drug on, but yeah. like the last two months feel like it's been flying by. Yeah. Yeah. The, I was telling Brandy, I was telling Brandy that, ooh, the echo. I was telling, uh, sorry, uh, Brandy, my ex that, I mean, you know that, but the audience might not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was telling her that it, it's so crazy to think that it took like five months of uncertainty and I've, and I went from starting this year living in Austin, Texas with not like a care in the world, going to UFC fights with my friends, uh, to moving back to the, the outer banks and trying to reassess everything and everything kind of like being like, just like the biggest question mark of all time. It, it, it's been a fucking year, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, and that's what I was telling somebody cause I hit my two year mark with the town. Oh, cool. Beginning of the eighth of the last month. Hell yeah! And uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, two years with this job. Granted, it's a lot harder work and it's a lot different work compared to what I was doing at Ace. But like, it's so much better. Like yeah. two years flew by compared to compared to what I was doing at my last job. Yeah, two years. It's because I hated my last job. Like. Yeah, towards the end, like I hated my last job, so maybe that's why I don't know. Yeah, it definitely makes it tough. the The job I had before my last job, uh, at the end of that, man, it was every day was like, uh, like it was like such a drag. I hated every minute of it, and then that's how I felt in my last job. Was that like, um, that like uh, the time flew. I felt like it freed up bandwidth in my brain to focus on other things like losing weight and all sorts of others i mean like it, it it just like took stress out of my life in a really rad way yeah it's funny um i have you know i still go to my old job quite a bit because we go buy stuff for the art my job now oh, there yeah. all the time <laughs> and they've been they've been looking for people trying to hire people since i left that's wild man 
and I've been gone two years. Like you know, I'm like, and you know, they just lost, and I went there the other day, and um, the guy that was the that's the assistant manager again, he was there when I started the first when I started there. Mm -hmm. He was telling me, he goes, yeah, he goes, it's one of the girls' last day here. I'm like, she's only been here for a couple months. He goes, yep. That's crazy. I mean. I was like, damn, that sucks for y'all. In the middle of a quarantine, or like in the middle of the pandemic, too, just like, this job sucks so much, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a bad thing. Like, I mean, I don't know how much, I mean, you you got, you you did job uh, hunting when you came back, yeah. you know, it's like, there is quite, like, I saw a face of mine, it's like, nobody's hiring. I'm like, there's places that are hiring, they might not be the most, yeah. you know, wanting to go work out of a place you know yeah. some of the jobs might suck but like if you need a job you, you, it's, it's something's better than nothing i guess yeah yeah i, I that's exactly the approach i took is like well moving back felt like a um in a weird way it felt like um taking the uh, taking life and being like, okay, there's all of these things that like are part of me or I've taken like externally and made part of my life, like, uh, like living in Austin or having this job or whatever. What if I just like yeah. shed all of that, strip myself down to my bones and rebuild? Uh, I think if I take myself to that, that dark place, I'll really find out who I am. And that way the next move is predicated on and built on the the most transparent version of my current self um right and yeah it's just uh who knows where uh you know i don't have like a time frame on things but it feels like um however long this period of time takes uh before the next chapter um i have low expectations for uh for it. like I'm not trying to like get it done in a year or get it done in two years I'm just like who knows you know I'll, I'll, right. I'll take it step by step and um, just uh, as long as the end goal stays the same and I don't deviate then I know I'm on a uh, I'm on the right path yeah that's all that matters exactly yeah but I know this is a fucking MMA podcast and we talked about <laughs> Francis a little bit <laughs> yeah. and Curtis Blaze yeah yeah but um, I mean, <coughs> Andy was telling me that because for the audience that has been watching and paying attention, we love you, uh, and we are sorry we didn't do the Halloween spooktacular episode, but um, we're going to and to to fucking dang. Well, the, the to 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 be fair, the the shop was uh the owner is a very big community guy. Yeah. And he, you know, for Easter, he did the same thing with the, the, with the pandemic and stuff. Like the man tried to do whatever he can, especially for kids. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, they did a drive through Easter basket pickup where, you know, it's all, you kind of rolled your window down. They, and everybody that was helping had gloves and sanitizer and masks and, yeah. you know, all that. And so he was doing something, I guess, I don't know if he's doing a chunk or treat or what for Halloween. So the yeah. shop was a little <laughs> occupied. So we weren't able to do yeah, that's about as good as of a, of a reason or ex an excuses for getting exactly, <laughs> it, exactly. I mean, it's for the kids, man. You can't go interrupting yeah. your some kids' shit, man. Like they got <laughs> cut us some slack. I mean, they're having a rough year too, man. They they're not like I don't yeah. understand the whole complaint with the online schooling, but 
Yeah. Uh, you know, apparently online school from when I did it to now is a lot different. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think when it's everything and mandatory, and you're not getting any, like you're not even in an online class in a classroom, and you know, sitting with Miss Nisi, uh, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like, Nisi was great. Yeah. Nisi was great. I I talked to her like I talked to y'all. Like I was yeah, 17, 18 years she old was talking one to of, a grown yeah, ass she's woman. One of those teachers you could, yeah, you could talk to her like that, though. Yeah. She didn't care. Yeah, she was cool. Man. But yeah. <laughs> back back to it. Sorry, yeah. I got... No. I figured we might as well give them an explanation of why we were... We're not just bullshitting. Like, there was a good reason why we could not go. Yeah. And the uh, kids having a Halloween is, is a damn good reason. If it's not, you can go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> the kids deserve something. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. But to dangle the carrot even a little bit more... Uh, well, we'll have to get Andy's take when he gets back, but... He was tattooing at the shop, apparently, and in the middle of a tattoo, I guess they heard something or saw something, and yeah, the customer... no, it was something was knocking. Somebody was knocking upstairs, which is most likely could have been the lady, might not have been the lady, could have been the other thing. I don't know. Is the, the lady? I don't think the lady normally knocks that much. So, is the lady? She normally just kind of walks around. The ghost, or the whatever, yes. the, the the spooper. No, the lady. <laughs> I'm gonna say the ladies of the ghost. Okay. Um, it, the other thing is a lot darker, and you normally I haven't seen it. Yeah. The the lady I've seen, so I'm gonna call the lady a spirit or a ghost or whatever yeah. you want to call. Might want to call yeah. it her. Yeah. She she's something else. I don't think ghost has a negative feel, connotation to it. I feel like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's negative. So yeah. the other thing is a little more questionable. Yeah, a little more nefarious. Yeah, it's, it's it's not as nice feeling. Yeah, well, dude. So that that episode is soon to come. I I really wish that I had a better camera because I really, I mean, the big thing for me is I just want to constantly raise the production value of the show and the podcast, and I, it all takes time on, you know, life's uh, clock. But, um, yeah, we in the meantime we're working with what we have, and uh, maybe. Uh, Further on down the line, when we do more, when things open up and we have more trips, we can uh, have a better camera for overnights and haunted hotels and podcast recordings in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's gonna be cool. But um, did uh, you get a chance to play any more UFC four? Uh, just <clears throat> that little bit with Andy. Oh, okay, cool. I uh, I hung out with Andy. Oh, it almost feels like it was a week ago now, and um, but it was probably uh, it may actually have been close to a week ago. But um, anyway, we uh, we played uh, we we like set up a tournament um, and ran it. Oh, did you? Yeah, and like set it on the highest difficulty so I could show them. Uh, you know, like we we just like made like dream fights. Like let's see how yeah. John Jones does against Curtis Blades or. Francis Ngannou. Or... <laughs> Did the backyard fight with Curtis plays that knocked out John Jones? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, the back. Yeah, we, we I played a me. I came home the other day and we were playing a little bit. Cool. And we were working on his uh his his career. Mhm. Mm and we got him. Uh, I think. What's his name again? I think it's Scante Pete. Scante Pete. Yeah. So yeah. Funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I think we got him either in the UFC or we we definitely did the Dana White contender series fight. Oh, cool. That's part of it? 
but I think, yeah, I think we, I can't remember if we, if it was only one fight for that, or if it was two, or, or mm. what, I can't remember if we're in the UFC now or not, but, uh, yeah, mm. we, I know we, we kind of struggled, well, he struggled, I'm gonna say he struggled, <laughs> I'd do better, I feel like, <laughs> um, nah, because we didn't realize that when you do the first, like, four fights, they make you do a, a boxer, a kickboxer, mm. and then, like, a wrestling and a, a jiu-jitsu guy. Those suits were well, the wrestling guy was a the wrestling guy was a pain in the ass, yeah. and so was the jujitsu guy because all they wanted to do was take you down. But they have such good like chin, like chin strength and health mm. that you can beat the hell out of them, and they they their chin strength is just so high. Mm-hmm. They so like Andy's head kick, Andy's head kicking this dude and like dropping him, but he's recovering. His recovery was so quick too. Got you, yeah. And I'm like, well, this is some bullshit because Andy's smoking this guy and he's just walking right through <laughs> it, no problem. Yeah. I wonder if the game is like really just trying to force you to try to submit that guy or out-wrestle that guy so that you learn it. Well, the bad thing was is, you know, it teaches you how to – you can do the training before the fight or whatever, you're in a camp. Yeah. And it tries to get you to do um, – you know, you can do a, a submission ground game training. And so we did that and – I had the dude right on the edge of being submitted, and then all of a sudden he's broke out of it. Like, uh, it was like, you know, his break free versus, you know, me submitting was like right neck and neck, and it was his edged me out just enough. And then I was like, well, that was bullshit, and I just wasted all this stamina. I'm like, I'm going to get fucked up now. So Yeah, they have those Thanks, slams. I ended up knocking him out, so. That break or yeah, just I, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's figured out his characters. We haven't learned that far, I don't think. Got you. Yeah, it, usually it'll pop up, and it'll say, like, press B. To uh to do a slam or you know do something yeah, it hasn't crazy. Done that yet. Yeah, it's uh it's popped up against me a number of times, but it's never popped up for me. So, uh, I don't know, but it it it's uh it looks like it helps quite a bit. Well, uh, oh, wow. hmm, the echo is in full effect. Um, do you want to jump into the weekend's fight card? Or do you want to talk about the upcoming fight card and then circle back to last week's? Either one. I mean, if we want to do if we want to do this weekend's and wait for Andy so we can get Andy's recap for last weekend, because yeah. okay. Well, I'm trying to think. Did he even watch? Yeah, we watched all. No, he missed a couple fights. I think I don't even remember. Yeah, no, we I'm trying we, to remember, we watched it all like... together. That's right. We did watch it all together. Okay. That's right, because we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go next. We'll get into this weekend's, and then we'll go back. Okay. Well, for UFC Fight Night, Santos versus Teixeira, which is going to be. Do you say Teixeira or Teixeira? No, it's Teixeira. <laughs> okay, I wasn't a hundred percent on that, and I know some people that are pretty official sometimes say Teixeira. So. Oh, see, I've only ever, I've always ever heard it, always heard him as. Uh, to share. To share, yeah. That's what Joe Rogan calls him, so I'm going to go with Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll side with him. He's had enough name run-ins where he he's perfected it. Right, yeah. Well, uh, I'm looking at the prelims right now, and the only names that jump out of me are uh, uh, Giga Chikadze and uh, Trevin yeah, he just... Giles. Sorry? Well, uh, I was like, Trevin Giles, Bevan Lewis fought not too long ago okay maybe in a couple months no he fought that's right he fought um in raleigh <clears throat> he fought really? daquan townsend really yeah 
That's cool. Mm-hmm. And kind of Devin Townsend just got cut, didn't he? Yeah, Daquan Townsend got cut, which kind of sucked because uh, I like that man, but he lost, I think, three in a row or something like that. He wasn't too too good. That sucks. Yeah. Damn. Well, uh... And then uh, Max Griffin's been around for a little bit. Um, okay. I don't know if he's, he fought... Yeah, he fought Alex, He fought Cowboy Oliveira back in uh, mm. in March. The Brazilian cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know one of these other guys. I think Marcos Rodrigo de Lima. I think he's fought a couple. I've seen him fight a couple times. Yeah, <coughs> he knocked out Ben Sassoli in um, okay. yeah the first minute out in. I think that was in. It's the Felder Hooker fight. Okay. So wherever they were at for that one. Yeah. I think they were out in Australia or New Zealand or. Okay. It's been so slow. I think I actually got let go because he got arrested. Wow. I know. That. Well, apparently it's illegal wherever he's at. Like in Australia or New Zealand, it's illegal for him to like punch somebody and they arrested him for it. Gotcha. He like knocked some dude out or something shit like that. Wow. Man, he's probably fucking. A lethal weapon at this he point. Was... He was going away for a couple of months, and then Darren. I've known Darren Elkins has been around for a little bit too. His name looks familiar. <laughs> the, like the I damage. think I've seen him fight before. The damage. That's right. Yeah, he has the damage in huge letters across his chest. You, I've, I'm sure, I've sure you've seen, seen that guy. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Well, that's that'll be <laughs> the fun. The damage. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Giga Chikadze. I remember his last fight. Whatever he did was impressive enough where I followed like him. A first round submission, I thought. Maybe not. No, I guess not. He went decision. Yeah, against uh, it was on Marias versus Sam. Omar Morales. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's not right. Yeah, that was the last one. That he was on. Yep. Didn't it was October tenth. Is that Mariah, is that Morales Marlon Marias versus Sanhagen? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He fought Morales. I think is how you say it. I don't know. Uh, M O R A L E S. That's confusing. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> well the um. I said Romanov. He was kind of... Moving over to the main card. Oh um. Yan is it Zhao Nan? I haven't seen her before, but she must have worked her way I up the ranks to be fighting Claudia, uh, Gadelha. Yeah, she's the one that she was the one that fought. Yeah, she fought Angela Hill back in that's twenty nineteen, and then she's the one that fought Carolina on the Felder Hooker for, Hooker card. Got you. Okay. Wow. Okay, so she's coming back after a little while. Okay, that's gonna be cool. Cause Claudia's yeah, last fight. Where she trains was Angela Hill. Was Angela Hill. Oh yeah, that was the one where I think I gave the decision exactly. to Angela Hill, and it felt like uh, it was it was a close fight. But I felt like the damage that Angela Hill had done showed that this like she had. Uh, it, I think it was just less control time, maybe that made the yeah. decision. I, I fell asleep during the fight. I don't remember. Yeah, but um, I know I picked Claudia because I mean I like her a lot more than I like Angela Hill. Yeah. I hear you. See, I, th- I think looking at statistics, you know, she they're close on both total. Like, she out Angela Hill outstruck her by one, and then by six on significant strikes. But Claudia got the takedown, mm. and it looks like she was more aggr- maybe more aggressive. Like she took for four takedowns, so maybe they called it more aggression. Uh, that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Usually the stats don't lie. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, they were pretty close. I feel like it could have went either way. Yeah. But, um... Ian Heinish. Is that how you say that? Heinish? I think so. I don't know. I think so. But he's fighting Brendan Allen, who rings a bell. And they're at middleweight. But, but um, both of them have... Or, Brendan Allen, I've seen a couple times. Yeah, they, he fought shit. in June. And it's way taller. Ian is fucking 5'9". And Brandon Allen's six foot two. Six two. Jesus. Is that right? That's what it says. Because to be five Ian's nine at middleweight, middleweight, that is crazy. A, that, he can't be five nine. He's five eleven. Yeah. His Google page says five eleven. I, I think that. Okay. Like, or his like actual fighter page says five eleven. So that's a, that's I think better. Think theirs is wrong. Oh. Yeah. I need a coffee. But I mean, either Ian or Ian knocked out Jared Mercer, which obviously. You know, that might not be the biggest... GM3. <laughs> biggest thing. Holding it down. Well, I mean, <laughs> so that's one notable win. He lost to Derek Brunson. But, I mean, yeah. that's a, okay. a person with a name he's beat, at least. You know, knocked him out pretty quickly. Yeah. Brendan Allen just fought. He beat Kevin Holland. He submitted Kevin Holland. Wow. Okay. When was that? I mean, he's on... Uh, October 16th or 18th, 2019, on the Reyes. Oh, Chris, uh, Chris Wyman got knocked out by, by Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Damn. So, I probably watched could that. Good, could, be a good, could be a good fight. Um, Hold on, I gotta send a... Me and uh, Jack from work have been, like, watching everything going on and, like, counting down the certain states that are winning and stuff and he texted me sorry i know i'm trying to steer clear uh, politics on the show yeah i was like i was trying we gotta keep that out yeah of yeah <laughs> i'm just the, you know sending him a screenshot of something but um i ain't even gonna say what i have my official to say actually you, Cause i'm gonna get yelled at if i say it hey, so bro we'll just keep it on trucking <laughs> the uh after that is um now this Barcelos is that how you say that? It's a bantamweight uh, fight. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, Taha sounds good to me. Is yeah, is fighting. I mean, Raoni? Raoni? I guess if it's Brazilian, if the R is an H, or is it the he, H? That guy. R's? I forget. Barcelos, he beat Habib's little cousin Saeed. Really? Okay. Yeah, by decision. I think I remember that one. Yeah, it was uh, December twenty no, first, twenty nineteen. Okay, no, that wasn't. That was when they fought in Korea, I think. And Busan. Yeah, I didn't. Oh. I did not. I did not watch that one because that's one that was like started early. Got yeah, you. main car started like five a.m. and done by like seven. Got you. Or eight. I was. Yeah, I slept through that one. Wow. Okay. But... The other guy, I don't know if I know Khalid. I don't know if I know him or not. Yeah, I don't know if it's Khalid or Khaled either. I feel bad. I'm a call on oh, Khalid. His last fight was a draw. It was on. It was at UFC 243. So it wasn't that long ago. He fought Bruno Silva. Um, and then his last win before that, yeah, it was over 25 Austin seconds. Salmon. KO to TKO. And he won. He beat I Boston don't, Salmon. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Boston Salmon. Boston Salmon. Well, that's, that's a name right there. That's a real yeah, ass name. from Germany. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, There's not that many German fighters. Alright. I, I don't really know either one of those two too much. 
Yeah, I'm surprised this is honestly on the main card. This is one for the hardcores, that's for sure. Like you have, to, <laughs> you got to be into the sport to be watching this one. I mean, on, yeah, I mean, dude, we're checking it out because I mean, what? Who said they're bantam weight? So was that one thirty-five? Bantams, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not. I feel there's not that much traction in that division. I mean, there is, but there isn't. You know, Cody's yeah. trying to go down to one twenty-five or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I like the bantamweight division, but it like it just feels they just don't they don't give them the the the, the, the light they deserve. Yeah. The small guys they never have. I mean, it's sad. And they did the same thing with Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. You know, most people want to want to like how go not a single motherfucker goat. brought him up about ghost status. <laughs> is that what you were about I mean, to say? He's in my yeah, exactly. Well, Izzy brought him up. I think Izzy was. I think it was Izzy. Yeah. Izzy was saying it's like everybody looks over him, but I mean, he had like nine title defenses or some shit like that, and like. You know, he was undefeated, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, in the UFC, like, yeah. until Henderson, until they robbed him for Henderson Hudo, but, like, yeah. Well, I, be- I was like, y'all, y'all disrespect my man, like, now he's ever in one champion doing the same shit yeah. on dudes that are on roids. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, in terms of Bantamweight, like, there are, there's a lot going on, Cheeto is there. Um, I mean, I'm not a Sean O'Malley fan, but I mean, he's in the mix. Uh, he's not there no more. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Uh, he's undefeated still, you know. I mean, Dillashaw should be back soon. I mean, I mean, uh, he got busted I'm, for EPO. See, that's what but... I'm wondering. I'm wondering if he's gonna come back and like actually be a new good. That that remains to be seen. I I I hope that this would be uh, like a. He spent the last two years reflecting, training. He got surgeries taken care of. I hope he comes back strong with a good mindset and ready to go. And no longer feeling like he needs EPO to get through. Because uh, he was like trying to build muscle but not put on a bunch of weight. Um, yeah. And also then like drain it and deplete it all and like use EPO to make it easier. Which... It's like what Lance Armstrong yeah, I really, was doing. I wanna, I gotta double, I gotta double check to see if they let him keep his wins or not. Oh well, uh, against Cody. Um, they said that they were like they were looking into potentially going back and testing, and I don't know. There was, I think, the results all came back negative, and so they just were like, "All right, well then, just don't worry about it." But I don't, I don't remember specifically. I just remember them bringing it up and then never really hearing about it. And I, I feel like if, if it had, if they started stripping wins from him and more fights came out that he tested positive for, I think they would. I mean, you know, the, I, I feel like, I feel like there's no way that he wasn't. Cause I mean, the dude was the same size for his last like three or four fights. Like, yeah. Well, I wonder how much that takes out of you cumulatively and maybe by that fourth one he was like i can't keep doing this and yeah that's true too i just i don't i don't know what it's like to build muscle and have to cut weight at the same Uh, time like that's uh that's that's got to be tough but um i don't know how oh we were talking about bantamweights but uh yeah the co-main event fucking opposite end of the spectrum Fucking heavyweight co-main Andre Arlovsky versus Tanner Bowser. What a sleeper fight this is about to be. I feel like, dude, I love Andre Arlovsky, but like mullet power, bro. The, dude, I can't. 
I'll, Tanner Bros has been impressive, but like I'm not gonna get my man's. Oh yeah, you're... that was that was my dude. I mean, I've been watching Andre Lasky since he was champ. He was heavyweight champion. Yeah. Like, when his nose wasn't <laughs> smashed in, like <laughs> he's got what forty eight fights. No fifty, because like he's crazy. got two no contests. It, yeah, I mean it's crazy. The dude's been around for so long, and like he's got his nose fixed, right? For the most part, yeah. <laughs> that thing looks like it curved an X at some point. Like, saw an oh, X dude, in a coffee it's, shop. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> well, that's like when when Mike Perry, well, when Jeff Neal broke Mike Perry, just say. <laughs> um, that's one of the worst breaks of all time. In terms of nose. Yeah, I mean, Andre Lasky was like, hey, look, we're twins now. Oh, my brother, that's that's not good, dude. Like, your your nose is fucked up. Dude, when Mike <laughs> when Mike Perry breathes in now, you can hear his, the whistle in his nose because it's all prosthetic. Like, it's probably all, like, a plastic kind of. Do you follow him on Instagram? I do. Like, I know we're getting kind of off topic. No, it's okay. Do you ever watch his stories? No, I do not watch his stories. <laughs> so, he posted one yesterday. And there's a, there's a girl who she's I think she has even a verified account now, but her account's Mini Habib. Okay. And I guess she's like she's a really big Habib fan, but like she, I don't know if I'd call her a journalist or what, but like she gets all these crazy interviews. Like she left, she like waited for Jorge outside of his outside of a hotel one day and like brought him KFC, brought him a three piece and a soda. Like, like I'm gonna send the the group to, I'm gonna send her page to the group because like, okay. I mean, she looks like she's like twelve, but I'm like, and you know, she's meeting all these professional fighters and she's not verified, but she's followed by the UFC. You know, she's followed by Habib. What she's always doing, like, Habib time is what she calls it. And she, okay. like, has the, the hat like Habib wears. And so she, like, throw it on. She, like, has on the fighters and she, like, talks to them and shit. And, like, when they, she was, like, trying to get a... Well, yeah, she listens. She's, like, 12. And I'm, like, how do you get all these interviews? Like, here's one with Brian Ortega. I'll send that one. She may have a parent that is helping. And that's what I've been, that's what I've been wondering. If she has, like, connections into the UFC or if she's, like, somebody's kid. But, like... She's kind of a little badass too. Like she does like crazy like spin kicks off the walls and shit. Oh yeah. And I'm like, okay. This little girl's kind of badass. But yeah, she. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah but he, she, you know, she met him. Watching her do she it. She met right Mike now. Perry. <laughs> yeah, she met Mike Perry the other day and was like, uh, you know, he's re- he, don't let his his persona. His persona like, um. Don't let his persona like show you and he you know he was really nice to me and like took the time to talk to me and all this and yeah. my parents like hey man like i take uh you know i'm nice to people that are nice to me yeah so my like, it's cool is you know people cannot like mike perry but like but i'm like you know that's cool that he could you know take the time and still uh and still do the little you talk to her take the pictures and stuff like yeah my parents a little wild but at least he's cool when it comes to his fans. Yeah, he knows how to conduct himself when the rubber meets the road. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, aside from Andre Arlovsky's nose, how do you feel about this fight? Uh, you, you think it's just going to be... I think it'll be a KO. Because Tanner Bozer's been knocking people out. Uh, and Arlovsky's got hands, too. 
So. I will never. I I won't pick against Andre Arlovsky. Okay. It just won't happen. Okay. Well, Arlovsky's got and, the reach advantage. They're same height. It's older. Yeah. But Tanner Bozer's no fucking slump either. He's got lots of uh, lots of fights. Not as many, but I mean, he's seasoned. It's gonna be an interesting one. It's a hell of a co-main. Oh yeah, it's definitely the the big one. Definitely though. a good, definitely a good fight. I mean, it, it's you know, Tanner Bozer had what two knockouts in a row now. Oh, let's see. Yeah, he knocked out Rafael Pessoa and uh, also... And Philippe Lenz. Yeah. Yeah, both first round. I mean, I definitely... I don't know. Andre Lasky, I don't think, has been... Has he been finished recently? I forget his last Yeah, fight. Jarzinho knocked him out. Oh, Jarzinho knocked him out. And, but, damn. I mean, beat Ben Rothwell. I mean, it's kind of hard to finish that man, though. Like, he, he doesn't get knocked out. Too too often. Yeah, he I got mean, KO'd he's been knocked out by seconds. Yeah, I mean, he's charging your register. He has power, apparently, obviously. Yeah. You know, I mean, he got knocked out by by Francis, which that's not that surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like everybody but Steve has been knocked out by Francis. Yeah. And then Steve knocked him out, and Overeem knocked him out. But like, tied to a loss beat him ago. at decision. In t- twenty eighteen. But he has. It's harder to finish the man. Like the man still has a chin. Yeah. I'm a pull for him just because I said I've been, I've been a fan of his for a long time. So like, yeah, he had a draw with kind of like, uh, like, uh, Walt, Harris, wasn't Walt it? Harris that was overturned. Yeah, I wonder if there was a so win was that was overturned or if there if the draw was overturned. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, so it's kind of like he's just one of those guys that I don't I'll never pick against just because I've watched him for so long. He was one of the first fighters I I started watching. Like he used to have some sweet like. Mullet type hair himself, uh, yeah. so I'm like, That's cool. he's the yeah. original. I used to always thought he, pretty much, it. <laughs> I used to always think he had like the coolest mouthpiece too, because he always had like the, the fangs. Oh yeah, cool. I like kind of like kind of. Dr- That's what I would kind of Dracula-ish kind of look. Yeah. So I'm like, and he's Russian as fuck. So I'm like, yeah, he sounds fucking pretty Transylvania. And, and I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know, him and Jorge, and him and Jorge are fucking hilarious, dude. Like, the embedded for when, uh, I don't remember what fight it was, but it was one of Jorge's fights. Masvidal? And they're in a suit. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're all their teammates. Oh, cool. But, like, they're in a suit store together, all getting fitted up, and they asked him if he was ready, and Andre jumped up and, like, and Jorge's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, you can't ask him that. Like, you never ask this man if he's ready. Because <laughs> he's got, like, you're going to get your ass whooped in the store. What, like, ready to fight? Yeah. Like, that's the only way he understands that word. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know. But it's go time, boys. Jorge says you should never ask him. Yeah. That's funny. Like, I don't know if it was a joke or what, but, yeah, like, he yeah. jumped up real quick. He was, like, about ready to grab the man. They're like, no, oh, no, no. He's like, you can't ask him that. <laughs> Damn. But, uh, no, nah, I feel like it'll be a good fight. And then, yeah. on to the, the, the main. The main event. The real fucking light heavyweight champ. The real. Three fights, or three three setups in a row that have fallen through. So yeah, third time's the charm. Yeah, Tiago Santos versus Glover Teixeira for uh fucking light heavyweight be contender. One yeah, that's what I'm. Should yeah. be. It's fucking stupid, but who knows if that's actually what will happen? But <sighs> no, it's not. I mean, they've already they've already confirmed it's not. So yeah, but maybe a, t- a title defense. 
potentially someday, I mean, depending on who wins he, that. He, they one. should, so depending on the, if the next one is what they're going to do, whoever wins this fight needs to be the next number one contender, if, yeah. if they're set on that one. Yeah. What bothers me is that Jones leaving light heavyweight kind of like scrambles the board. And I love that Jan Blahovich is champion right now. I think that's awesome. I just wish when people moved up in weight class, they weren't immediately given a title shot. I know that yeah. uh, taking Stylebender and being like, let's have him chase his way to Jones and do the, and have the potential of, you know, and this is a big if, but him beating uh, Jan Blahovich, yeah. the ghost man, and then immediately after, like taking that title, and then immediately after that, fighting John Jones, and then having three belts at the same time. I know that's what Stylebender is trying to do, and the UFC is probably going to try to do that because that's the money. But I would just I, make the John Jones man. fight. I don't, I don't think it's going to be. I don't know if Izzy can beat him. I, Izzy will have the reach on him because he's like John Jones. He's very long limbed, like his long legs, and has long arms. Like he has a crazy reach. Yeah. But he's gonna have to fight at probably what he walks around at. Stylebender. So he's gonna have to, yeah. He's probably gonna yeah. have to put on mass and still try to cut weight, or you know, yeah, not really cut that much weight. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Stylebender probably walks around near two hundred five. He cuts to 185, and then to, yeah. he'll have to do the same thing John Jones will have to do at heavyweight, which is spend some time bulking up. You got to bulk up, yeah. yeah. Unless he starts the bulk up now and cuts to 205, and then doesn't have to cut when it comes time to fight John Jones. That would be the only other option. But they're saying that Jan Jan wants to fight in March, and Stylebender's like. I know we're getting mad off topic and we're not talking about Tiago versus Glover, but uh, I don't know. It just it, it feels like all of that the Stylebender stuff right now. I know I love Stylebender, but it's fucking up the light heavyweight division. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> I th- I think that about yeah. sums it up. Just that's uh... it really does. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it just bothers me that like, we we've talked about it too. It's like you know, it's we've jumped across everything. It's you know, Tiago. I feel like we, they said originally, you know, Tiago and Glover was gonna be number one contender. Mm-hmm. Why tell them that and then skip over and fuck everybody up? I mean, yeah. it, it's not fair. And you know, and then saying the same thing like Rob's over here, like, oh. We're easy. I'll just chase Izzy up to light heavyweight. Like, what's the point? Like, if if you don't want the fight at with middleweight, why make the fight at light heavyweight? Like, you don't deserve. Like, just because you're Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya doesn't mean you get to go up and get to instantly fight for the belt. Like, it's not fair. Yeah, it's just if I, it's a big slap in the face. If I was Whitaker, I, like. I would be thinking about middleweight, uh, focusing on that. If Stylebender leaves, great, fight for the title. And what? But I bet the the UFC is thinking is like on some weird technicality being like, well, if we, if we have Glover and Tiago fight right now, and then they take some, some time off, then have Jan and Stylebender fight for the title. And then after that have 
the winner of Tiago versus Glover be the tie. That's probably the spin they'll put on it, but it it spreads things out over so much time that it's like you could just do this and then have Yon fight right. in March against probably Tiago Santos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, could you imagine that that main event? Jan Blahovich versus Tiago Santos for the title, the rematch for number number two. You mean as the end? You know what I mean? It's gonna be the same though, because Jan had his ghost powers when he fought yeah. Tiago Santos, and Tiago Santos slumped that man. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, because they said it's been going on like his last six fights, the whole rope thing. Yeah. And that was two fights ago that he slumped. I mean, Tiago Santos put that man to sleep. Yeah. I mean, Tiago Santos, we've said for a long time, is the only person that's really given John Jones a run for his money and he did it on two destroyed legs and walked out of the arena while John Jones was getting help and I don't know if he had a crutch but he, he was leaning on people with a leg propped up going yeah, out of he was like limping up the ring and the Texans walked out like a man I'm like this man blew his knees out and still fought five rounds debatably won that fight I mean Joe Rogan said it the other day I think it's right yeah you're talking about how badass Thiago Santos was. Like, you know, that that fight is, I don't dude, I think he won. Yeah. If he if he wouldn't have blown out his knees, that we would have, John Jones would have been irrelevant. Yeah. He, he, he probably would have went to heavyweight then. Mm-hmm. You know, but John Jones doesn't fight the same way twice. Thiago Santos whooped his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, his whole thing of, you know, he's the GOAT because he beat this person. My dude is like, I don't like Personally, I don't think he beat Thiago Santos. Yeah. And I mean that's with fucking two blown out knees is what it took to stop you know him to stop. Mm-hmm. Back full strength, light heavyweight better watch the fuck out. Like I yeah. like Glover, but like Glover's yeah. gonna have a bad night on Saturday. I yeah. think. I agree. I uh, I mean it, Glover's no slouch, but Tiago Santos is the truth, and it's just a. Uh, I think it's a matter yeah. of time before uh, the rest of the the world or the casuals or whatever before they realize that uh. Tiago Santos is on his way to the title, and I think, uh, oh yeah, he would be a, a a rad champ to have there for a while. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, he was a, I mean, he was a badass at middleweight. Honestly, dude, like, if he'd have stayed at middleweight, he's a huge. I don't know if he. He just he just he probably had a smoked Izzy too. Nah, I mean, honestly, it, it's what. I, imagine a world where Izzy has to fight Tiago Santos. I mean, it's a if if he can beat Jan. I mean, it's a, it, to me, it's a big if. But like, yeah. if he can beat Jan, then you know that should be who's next. No matter you know yeah. who wins this fight, oh. whoever wins this fight on Saturday should be should honestly be the real number one contender. Izzy shouldn't be able to come up and just get the fight. But yeah, you know we're at the UFC. We don't get to pick this, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah. I I I bet. Izzy fights for the title. If he wins, he immediately gets the John Jones fight at probably a catch weight or potentially for the heavyweight title. If ya, if nah, John I don't, Jones gets the title I don't the title see shot Izzy going to heavyweight. Uh, I don't know if he can. I don't know if his frame could handle that much weight. Yeah. Like, because you can look at John. John can handle the weight. Yeah, he's broader shouldered. You know, he's a all around bigger guy. Yeah, Izzy's a lot thinner. Like, doesn't have the wider shoulders. Like, there's a lot of differences 
I don't know if Izzy could go to two, you know, to, to fight at two thirty or you know, or bigger. Yeah. I'm looking. John Jones right now. He's six foot four. He has yep. eighty four and a half inch reach. Uh, inch reach. And I'm. Yep. I want to look up how tall is Stylebender, and what is his reach. He is. They're the same height, and John Jones has him on a four and a half inch reach. He's the, the closest to John because he had yeah, yeah. He's at an eighty inch reach. So. Yeah. I mean. If Jones makes the climb, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know, because uh, other, otherwise, see, if you it's look at their body style, catch weight, you know. I mean, unless John Jones comes back to two hundred five. Yeah. You know, it just depends on how how big he goes when he goes to heavyweight. Yeah. You know, and who he's going to be fighting. If he's going to go fight Stipe, you know. Yeah. You know, obviously he's not going to be in Greg Hardy's fat ass and walk in at 265. You know, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Or fucking struggle to make 265 like yeah. a fucking idiot. Like, and I'm sure Jones If he'd have missed weight, dude, he'd have. I mean, Stipe says he wants it, but I'm like, yeah. I said at the same time, just because John Jones was light heavyweight champion, why doesn't really mean his first fight at heavyweight should be for the belt. Like, yeah. he should get have to. I, just because he's a champion, just because he has a name, doesn't really mean he shouldn't have to prove himself at that weight class. Like, yeah, he was yeah. beating everybody at light heavyweight, and he ran out of options. Okay, well, it's a different story when you add bigger guys, you know, that are either A, taller than him, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, 30-plus pounds more than him. Yeah. If not, you know, probably more than that, probably 40 to 50 pounds more than Because, I mean, I feel like Steve Hayes probably one of the thinnest light, or, you know, not lightweights, uh, Fucking heavyweights on the roster. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he weighed in against Daniel Cormier at what, 234, 236, something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And I mean, yeah, great, granted, you know, John Jones took down DC and he, you know, knocked him out and. Oh, shit. Um. Just wrecked my car and died. Uh. <laughs> you sound so casual about that. Fun to fight. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he took out. DC, you know, so obviously we know John Jones has good wrestling, we know he has good strikes, but it's like, what's it gonna do? You know, is the power? Uh, is he gonna be able to keep his speed? You mm-hmm. know, that's the thing that had Gustafson. Gustafson's like, oh, you know, Gustafson's big, he's a big guy, but like, he had his speed, but he's like, he didn't have the power mm-hmm. that heavyweights have. It seemed like when he fought Fabrizio Verdum the other or other week, mm-hmm. or other month, however long ago it's been. Yeah. yeah. But it's like he didn't have. It's like that that. Strength. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because he. I don't know if it's because he wasn't used to carrying that weight around with him or what. But like, so yeah. I feel like you know, going in straight to a title fight would be a little bit of a slap to the face to the other, to <laughs> like guys like Francis and yeah, shit like that. Because you know they said the other day that you know Francis Francis's next fight was gonna be for the belt. Well, yeah. I feel like that should be the Steve Hay rematch. Like I don't feel like John he should have to fight because. The way Steve has been going, it's been, it'd be he fights Francis, and if he beats Francis again, he's gonna be out for another year. So yeah. what are they gonna do? Make John Jones wait for a year to fight Steve and hold the fucking division up even more than it already is? Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, who knows how that's gonna go down? But it's... hopefully, Tiago and Glover goes well, so that light heavyweight. That's, that's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be a good fight. Yeah. 
it'll be. I feel like that's gonna be a good fight. I mean, it's gonna be uh, one good performance. You know, Glover's and it changes the landscape at light heavyweight, and they start going. Uh, do we have something else going on potentially? See, I don't know, man. They know so much about the money, though. So, yeah. like, I, yeah. You know, granted, people that watch every fight like we do, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, people that you know, true fans are, would appreciate, you know, Glover for being around for so long and still being able to do what he's doing and appreciate the badass that both Tiago and Glover are, like, mm-hmm. you know. But then there's the guys that just wants the hype, you know, they're like, I know people that don't watch UFC are like Cher and Izzy doing his anime shit, so they're like, oh, this guy's fucking cool because he's doing anime, like, you know, yeah. doing the Death Note, doing the Nine Tails, you know, the Nine Tails Fox, the, the, the fucking summoning jutsus and shit like that, mm-hmm. like, people are like, oh, this dude's sick because of all this, and I'm like, you don't even know who the fuck this guy is, like, yeah. The I mean, all that stuff all is cool, the... but... He... I mean, it is cool. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. It's him doing what he did to Robert Whitaker and what he did to Paula Costa, and that is yeah. what sets him apart from the rest of the pack. At the, the Kelvin Gastelum fight, like the I'm prepared to die moment before he went into the fifth round. Yeah, I just... mean, the Kelvin Gastelum fight was fucking lit. Yeah. That was a great fight. That was an amazing fight. You know, watching him knock out Rob kind of was, was kind of bummed because, you know, Rob had been champ for... And, you know, he's such a good... He's a good fighter, but, like... Yeah. I feel like in a way he kind of Rob was in that that Thug Rose mindset where the champions kind of got annoying. Being a champion kind of got annoying for him. Yeah, all the responsibilities and everything you have to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it kind of. I feel like being a champ almost drains you. Yeah. Yeah, unless like you are really into that side of it. Like that's why I think Stylebender thrives as a champ. Is that because he likes the, he likes the talking part too? Yeah, yeah. He 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 knows that. The marriage between that side of the fight game and being super talented like if you have that you're you're almost unstoppable i mean it's what conor mcgregor had going for him is that he would talk all the shit and then he would knock out jose aldo in fucking 14 seconds or however Ugh. long it was and then it was just Ugh. like well shit you know <laughs> or when he beat dustin poirier yeah. and he was like I pre- uh, you know, I said I'd finish finish him in the first round. You can call me Mystic Mac, and then every interview after that, they ask for his prediction. What's the Mystic Mac prediction? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, if it happens to sync up and work, then you you just get to ride that wave, and um, yeah, if you thrive in that, then you're good to go. But anyway, um, fucking Andy never showed up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he is, I and mean, about I don't know how long we've been into this fight or this this episode. But we are fifty four minutes in. Yeah, so Andy's, Andy's not here. So Andy's just fuck not Andy. on this We're episode. Done. But real quick, <laughs> so I guess we'll go back to last week. Yeah. I guess let's check out the prelims just to see. I mean, I missed. So the main one that stuck out to me was the Strickland fight. Yeah. I agree. And I I mean, I thought that guy, I mean, both the guys were, I mean, it was a good fight, I feel like. I was surprised they didn't get a performance of the night bonus, because I feel like it was. I mean, it might have been a little more one-sided than I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. but I thought it was a good fight. Yeah. And the dude was making me laugh, you know, he's pulling some Heaven Holland shit, like, come on, man, 30 seconds, George. This <laughs> guy's name was George or whatever, he's like, come on, dude, 30 seconds, knock my ass out. Jack. I'm giving you the chance. Jack. Yeah. yeah Jack come Marshall. on, Jack, knock my ass out. You know? And they're they're like, dude, I would love to see him fight Kevin Holland. And I'm like, dude, that would be Uh the most obnoxious, like, bullshit 
shit-talking fight ever. It'd be fucking hilarious. Like, make this happen. It'd be like, you remember that guy that fought, like, a couple months ago? And he was, like, he was, like, yelling and talking during the fight. And then afterwards, when he won, and they put the mic in front of him, he was like, I spilled blood! And, like, had that, like, weird, like... Who was that? I, I forget that dude's name. I do too. I don't. I don't remember who that was. I know who you're talking about. I can see him, but I, yeah. I don't remember what his name was at all. Yeah, I, I I'm sure he'll come up eventually again. Because I mean, yeah. he's coming like, off. I'm a sure win. he'll show back up. Yeah. yeah. But what's weird is like I remember Adrian Yanez getting that win, but then Alexander Dude, Hernandez. I don't. I see. We 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 were no. We were getting food when that happened. Remember, we were on the way back. That's right. Getting food. Yep. And and. and I was yeah. like, I was, I was hoping he got fucking smoked, and then he ended up beating that guy. And he said he looked pretty good, yeah. but like, fuck Alexander Hernandez still. Even though he watches this story, out, but... <laughs> yeah, he probably heard us talking shit about him. and was like, so Alexander, if you hands, if you listen to this, fuck you still. Yeah, you can kick my ass. I'm not saying you can't, but fuck yeah. you. He called a cowboy a gun-toting little lad, and you got smoked like because you're a bitch. Again, you kick my ass. <laughs> Fuck it. I yeah. mean, Colby Covington can kick my ass, and I'm still saying fuck Colby Covington too. So, yeah. but the you know, fuck s- <laughs> seeing Bobby Green take that L, dude, he handled it so well. Bobby, but I hated seeing that. I was like, ah, come on. I don't, I don't really agree with it because they they kind of said he got beat, beat, and I'm like, I don't know if he did. He landed more strikes. You know, I guess the same amount of takedowns. It's he has. That was it. Yeah, he two. So take, the control time maybe then. Su- yeah, submission attempts and maybe the overall vibe. Cause I mean he beat him. I see. I, I feel like he. I feel like he won. You know, Bobby Green being Bobby Green. You know, he says he wants to fight again. Cause you know, I feel like I mean he took. He had a little bit of damage like that. He had like a mm-hmm. little bit, of, like a little bruising over that one eye. It looked like, but yeah. like, oh boy, didn't have much for him. Yeah. You know. And I I don't know if he really lost. I don't think he lost. And, you know, I don't. I really don't think he did either. I mean, I'm I'm ready to see him come back. You know, obviously he wants to fight again next month. He said December, so. Jesus. Man. I don't see why they would let him have it. Like the man's a fucking animal. He's yeah. just whooped people's ass and coming back again. Yeah, he's out there taking names. I recently f- found out that he fought Dustin Poirier once upon a time, and Poirier put it on him. I was like, damn. I feel like he's fought a lot of big name lightweight guys and it's just been floating around. He's in just there for very. A while. Uh... I feel like it's his time, though. You there? That illusion. Yeah, sorry, I was oh. answering somebody. Sorry, I was answering. No, no, you're all good. Um, and then fucking Kevin Holland got that first round. They called it a submission, but the guy like. Well, I think they have to call it a submission because he he verbally tapped. Got you. It was really weird, um, but it was like so that was uh, I was gonna bring this up earlier. We're talking about Izzy, you know, because he had that whole spat with Izzy after the fight, talking yeah. shit, mm-hmm. you know. And Izzy's like, dude, you know, it, it's it's all you know, it's all good, you know. I get it, you know. You're trying to get your name out there and whatnot, and all this and that. But he's like, you know, you did a lot of damage to this guy. Oh uh, yeah, and you didn't even have the like the the courtesy to like check on him and make sure he's good. Like something was wrong, obviously, and like this guy got hurt, and you're kind of being a dick towards him. Like show some like you know, I guess we call it respect or just 
showmanship or, or what. Yeah, like, sportsmanship. Sportsmanship, like a, yeah. Yeah, tip of the cap to the dude you just fucking had yelling to tap <laughs> after yeah, you slam it's him. Like, yeah, it's like, so... I never heard Andy. I don't think Andy said there was nothing like actually wrong. Maybe the guy just like yeah. pinched a nerve or something. Like it was something like that. Yeah, no permanent injury or yeah. anything. Yeah, else, yeah. So, so that, that's good. Yeah. You know, I don't really want to see anybody ever get like permanently hurt. Like yeah. that's that's not what I don't feel like any fan should really be into. But yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, Kevin. I feel like Kevin Holland hasn't been tested. I feel like it's kind of his doing. Mm. But he. I mean. He's been around for what a couple of years. He's been let's see him. Who has he fought that has a name to it? Uh, Joaquin Buckley. I feel like has he really. Now. Man, but... James Krause wants to do that man dirty. I don't know if I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's ready. <laughs> James Krause is a bad dude. Like, I, yeah. To be a nice, the nice, the nice man he is. He's a bad dude. So. Yeah. Let's see, Kevin Holland. Who has he fought that has a name to him that I actually know? So he knocked out Jared Murchard. Woo. He lost to that Brendan Allen guy. I know he 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 decisioned Gerald Marshall. Mm. So he got submitted by Brendan Allen. Goldberg. That's right. He lost to Tiago Santos. So Tiago mm. Santos was his only test, and Tiago Santos could have fucked himself if he would have lost that fight. Because mm. that was Kevin Holland's debut, and you know he hadn't. Tiago Santos was ranked on his way to a title shot middleweight, mm-hmm. and he fights a dude who's his first fight. Yeah. Because he gives no shits and <laughs> wanted a fight. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, and Kevin Holland's at the run of his mouth at that fight, too. Like, man, why you got to hit me so hard? Like, stop hitting me so fucking hard. I'm like, Tago Santos, I don't know if he speaks that great in English, but, like, uh-huh. I, he definitely ain't going to stop hitting you. Yeah. That is for sure. Like, that man's going to hit you and keep hitting you. Yeah. But shout out to Kevin Holland. Got the win. Got the win, nonetheless. Skipping Might over the a... next fight and moving on to the Komei. No, no, no. Wait, what was the next? Oh, what was the next fight? Hold on. Uh, Valdi versus the Crochet Boss. Oh yeah, fuck that fight. Yeah. Uh, Herb Dean, I love you, but fuck you. You're one of the best refs, but that's some bullshit. I'm just skipping over it because he who we shall gonna skip not over be that named one, he does, does not deserve it. Does he not gets no shine on this show. Uh, no, fuck that guy too. Yeah. Featherweight, co-main, Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Touchy Feely. <laughs> Your boy was not impressive, man. Your boy was not impressive Dude, at all. I feel like that. Granted, br- he broke his hand apparently in the first round. Yeah. But Andre Feely looked good though. I was expecting a lot more. I mean, I I I was expecting that of Andre Feely. Andre Feely's lit. Like I like that man, but like yeah. I was expecting more out of Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, I. Th- he got his camo shorts and. Yeah. Just like he didn't live up to his camo short height, man. Like just like when you finally you know, get that done. custom camo gun skin that you want, and you, you put on your you don't gun, show up, and you don't do well with it, and you're like, shit, I was better yeah, with the stock. You don't, that yeah, and I'm like, you don't, you you don't show up, and I'm like, bro, you got the the camo you wanted, mm-hmm. and you and you you don't show up to this fight. Like Andre Feely looked amazing. Yeah, he looked good. Bryce Mitchell, not so much. Yeah, I think he had a moment. Of like, oh shit! This is what the upper echelon looks like. I need yeah. to go back to the Which drawing Andy, board. You know, Andy. Andy said that I guess he broke his hand, and obviously, you know, being left the hand. submission man he is, he left hand. So yeah, so obviously, being a submission guy he is, that's gonna put a big damper in his game. Yeah. But I mean, he wanted nothing to do with on with Andre Feely. Like obviously, he won. I feel like because the takedowns, because he was getting a lot of takedowns. But like, yeah. 
in the control time, mm -hmm. but he really wasn't doing a whole lot with him. Yeah. Granted, broken hand, obviously, you're not going to do submissions either. Yeah. But Andre feels a lot better in that fight still. I mean, granted, he lost, and I feel like if you if they gave him the points for the takedowns, mm -hmm. you know, that's how he won, even though he didn't do too, too much with him, and Andre was getting up. But it's, it showed some holes in Bryce Mitchell's game as well. Like, mm -hmm. his wrestling, and obviously, you know, he heard him. He wasn't that impressed with his, he didn't really like his performance yeah. that much either. So, like, yeah. could have had GSP there. I was not impressed with your performance. But, like, <laughs> you know, it, it's, yeah. it is what it is. Everybody has a bad day, especially when you break your hand. Like, that's, you know, yeah. obviously going to put a damper on your, your skill set when you're a submission guy. Yeah. But it was nice to see him get tested by a, by a, a, real, a real test, you know. Yeah. And show he's not just some fluke that, you know, gets fights these guys that are coming up too and is getting these these crazy wins on, you know, no name guys. He he mm -hmm. I just think he should have did better. Or I feel like he would could have did better. Yeah. But again, broken hand is gonna limit your ability no matter who you are. Yeah. And I think now he knows that what got him to the dance is gonna have to get magnified or uh dude he's he's kind of like so turn in a up. way he's kind of like cron gracie kind of like cron gracie okay cron gracie has amazing amazing jujitsu he's a fucking gracie obviously yeah his hands not as good yeah got those pillow hands you know cub showed that i mean he has he has hands but like they're not as obviously fine-tuned as his Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Gracie. Gracie. It makes sense for him to have amazing jujitsu. Uh -huh. But, you know, Bryce Mitchell, I feel like it's kind of on that same thing. You know, his wrestling or jujitsu or whatever you want to call it. His pit, his, his mud wrestling or whatever the hell he does. Mm -hmm. It's on point. It's very good. Yeah. His hands, you know, granted, he was trying. That left, that like it, overhand right or left hook he was throwing. That was landing good. Yeah. That was landing good. But I think that's that how really he broke his it. hand. I'm like, you gotta, it's like, you gotta, yeah. So obviously I feel like he's he's not as comfortable on his feet mm -hmm. as he is on the ground. I mean, his ground and pound looked pretty good. Like, I'll give him that too. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to. If he was more him, active, like he'd be in Habib territory. If he, yeah. if he took people down and then if, mauled them the way Habib did, yeah. that would be a different <laughs> that story. That could be a. Yeah, I just feel like if he worked on his stand up a little more, just rounded out his game a little more, he's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna be a bad dude regardless. Because I mean, he is. He's a bad. I mean, he's a badass dude. But like, I just feel like he could have did better. Yeah. So. I hear you. GSP said it best. But I'm not impressed with your performance. Yeah. Before, because there's Dana White's contender series tonight, and I'm trying to watch that. But. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go, we have to talk about the main event. And Anderson Silva's retirement, and uh, how we feel about it. I mean, what a beautiful fight. Um, so, I don't know if you want to start. If you want to start, how you want to do it? You, uh, you go. You've known Anderson. So, okay, you've been a fan so of Anderson obviously, Silva's longer. Yeah. Than Again, like Andre Lovsky, I've watched him. He's one of the first fighters my cousin Judge showed us. You know, mm -hmm. coming in at you know thirty years old. Like a fucking boss and dropping all these big names that at the time, you know, and running up the ranks and not, I mean, the Chael Sonnen fight, you know, come has like the biggest comeback of all. Like, you know, the dude's a, a beast. I mean, he's 40, what, 45, 46 years old. Still won round one, round two, 
and was winning round three until the very end when he got dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, to be as old as he is and not fighting as consistently as he was, and you know, every you know, how many people after after his leg being shattered to where it was, mm-hmm. you know how you know how many people would have actually came back from from that. You know, he could have been done after his leg got snapped like that. And you know, I think most people thing. would have understood. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's like your leg literally wrapped around Chris Weidman's leg. Mm. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it, it it was looking like a noodle. It was disgusting. Yeah. And remember when he tried to and, put his foot back down on the ground? Oh, dude, it was... Uh, I, I can't watch that video without cringing. Like, it's bad. Like, if you're a UFC fan and you've never seen that somehow, like, just go YouTube it. Just go watch Anderson Silva breaks his leg. It's disgusting. It's rough. Fucking not like, safe for it's, work. Ugh. Not safe for work at <laughs> all. Like, if, if you had a weak stomach, don't watch it. Yeah. Because you're probably going to get sick or you're going to pass out or something. But, like... Yeah. It's next. Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> I mean... And, you know, I'm glad it was Uriah Hall that took him... That, you know, the Izzy fight wouldn't have been a last fight for him. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have been a bad last fight, you know, because Izzy was respectful when beating him, and it was a decision. It was a good fight. Yeah. You know. You know, it, it, that was his his idol. You know, it was. Yeah. It was more beautiful than when Stylebender and him went the distance together. I mean, you got the classic picture of Stylebender waving him on like Rock Lee. Uh, yeah. Which is yeah. awesome, but that the the finish and then the ending of him like. Being like, I love you. I'm so you know, sorry. I'm sorry. I love. The, yeah. the funny thing is, is that's literally a line out of WWE. Really? The, the literally the same thing happened. Yeah. Like so. That's funny. Rick, when they when they forced Rick Flair to retire, they made him wrestle Shawn Michaels, and oh, wow. Shawn Michaels has to. You know, I don't know if you watch Shawn Michaels or if you really know much about Shawn Michaels, but he has the super kick. The Sweet Shame music is his, is his like finisher. Okay. And so he looks at Ric Flair and goes, "I'm sorry, I love you," and super kicks him in the face and not, you know, and wins. Yeah. And so that's got that vibe from you know yeah. Anderson Silva and you know Uriah Hall. It was like basically the same thing, like you know, "I'm sorry, I love you." They're crying. Yeah. The, the, so I mean, it was just the exchange of like martial artists, like uh, uh, like mentor and apprentice, kind of like the passing of the torch in a way. Um, I, I I think it's cool that, you know, if Stylebender's going to leave the middleweight division and start going up, that whatever the middleweight division is going to become has stuff like that still happening in it. Because for the last exactly. couple of years, Stylebender's been the person creating those moments at middleweight. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you're at Hall, he looked good. You know, he's looked better. Mm. And I said, I don't know if it's just because it was like, you know, my, my idol is standing in front of me fighting me. Yeah. Like, you know, he was real. Imagine staring down the barrel of the, the fucking spider. And you're just like. Yeah, that's, dude, that's, that's gotta be a, a fucking, like a crazy feeling. It's like this man, like you watch this man front kick so many people in the face mm. and just drop them. Yeah. That's gotta be a weird, you know, crazy feeling. It's the guy that got you into the sport, it, it, it's. You know, it, there's just a lot of shit, and you know. Yeah. It's got. You know, I, I told somebody, I'm like, you know, I was glad that it was Uriah Hall because Uriah Hall is a respectable guy. Mm. So I'm yeah. like, you know, it was a good, good person for him to lose to. Yeah. Sucks that he lost, but I'd much rather him go out on a win than 
a loss, but you know it is what it is. It's, that's how the cookie crumbles, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, uh, shit, we are an hour and eleven minutes into this, uh, and I feel like that's about as good of a place it, yeah. as ever to call it for the week. Yeah. Um, it didn't show up, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, fucking insert Max Holloway into <laughs> to come in with the quote. But um, yeah, if you've listened this far, uh, thank you for listening. Or or if you've we watched on YouTube, you. uh, YouTube is back up and running now. So if you've if you've been missing the YouTube videos, the entire backlog is up. The uh, we're caught up. All of the episodes are going up normally now. So this one will go up as it'll go live the same time as uh the audio only so everything's rolling back the way it should be and soon check um, us out everywhere yeah visit out of the it's got links to everything and uh very soon but probably sometime this week we're gonna shoot the first test uh of like the the, the what pigeon boys or what white knuckle club is gonna going to end up being uh so it's going to be cool to uh, to do that. And then, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll have a good time. I'll go through and edit it and then upload that. So um, definitely a lot to look forward to. Definitely head over to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel. If we get a, we, we need 30 more subscribers and we can have a custom URL. And so if you're listening, just do us a solid. Go over, You've got a Gmail account. Just go to YouTube. Go to Out of the Map. Who podcast. doesn't have a YouTube account there? Like, come on now. Everyone's got one. There's little kids that had YouTube accounts. Yeah, exactly. Most yeah. people had YouTube accounts since they were in high school or middle school or whatever. Yeah. So, like, please, come on now. Y'all got YouTube accounts. Just, just help us out. You know. Yeah. Go to the Instagram. Share us with Believe, your friends. You know. Uh, if they're into the. Send Ben a DM on Instagram because he's the one that does all the, the cool shit. Because he's the responsible one out of the three of us. I just upload everything. But uh, I'm p- kind of bad at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll get better. Just you know. Send us a DM, like you know, give us your, uh, you know, your issue of. Uh, yeah. And leave what you think of fights, like. Leave comments you want, on the, in you the know? YouTube videos as well. That's a great way. Oh, true. We yeah. always see those. Like the the IG Good, is a little inconsistent, but the YouTube channel comments are. I always yeah, see those. I mean, I got called smug. You know, it happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, that's the internet, but. Uh, you know, we're down to have those conversations, and uh, yeah, it's like we'll either Ben or most of the time Ben will reply to you guys. Yeah, or uh, we talk about uh, it. we all talk about it. And, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll he'll react. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thank you for listening. That was episode forty nine. Fuck if I know. Fifty. Like, Fuck if I know. It's one of those. We're, we're getting up there. Hold on, I want to. I want to check really quick because if this was our fiftieth episode and I didn't realize the whole time we were doing it, that's kind of crazy. And Andy wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, and Andy wasn't here. Uh, let's see. Damn it. Uh, it was the 49th, so the next one will be the fiftieth. Hey, maybe we'll. Do- the next one. The next one should be a, a good one. Fiftieth so. episode, spectacular. <laughs> that's hey, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, do you have anything to add, Connor? Uh, for Andy not being here, fuck Colby Covington. There you go. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for watching.